today's episode, we're talking about hardscaping with family. Well, I'm talking about it because uh, I'm home alone today. Um, well, home alone, but with three children. I'm the only adult here. We'll say that. So I'm Amanda and John is out and we are the hardscape nerds. Why? Because we scape so hard. started. Um, by the way, I want to mention that that little cheesy bit there is totally meant to be a joke. Um, it's my idea. It's my dumb saying uh, that we escape so hard. So there is no blame to put on John if you don't like it. It's totally my fault. <laughs> um, so today is a day that I didn't expect I should have because I wasn't prepared with a podcast episode. Um, and I like to record them because our office is in our house. I want to record them when the children aren't home. Uh, they're normally at school from 8.30 to 3. And wouldn't you know it, school was canceled today for maintenance issues. Uh, normally, I get a call about somebody being sick. That's happened quite a bit. Um, so whenever the phone rings during the day, I'm expecting school to say, hey, can you please pick up? And... Uh, that is not the case. So one lesson out of this that I fail to keep learning is that you should always be prepared and not leave things till the last minute because you never know what's going to happen. Uh, because of that, uh, and I was thinking, well, I, I want to do an episode without the kids being around, but, um, it's probably a good time to just roll with that theme and talk about what it is like working with family. So uh, John and I work together as a married couple, but we also have children. So for the last nine and a half years, we've been parents. Um, and then the years before that, the five and a half years before that, um, it was the two of us being married. So he, he was in business prior to that. When we got married, I started doing estimates after work, uh, I was a school teacher for several years and I also was in grad school cause I was going to be a school counselor. And you can see that this has nothing to do with school counseling related with some skills, but, um, I'm not sitting at a desk in a, an office in a high school right now. So when we started to have children, we said that we, we wanted me to, to stay home and I, we had a, a, our office set up downstairs. We've rearranged the house since then just to have everyone's room set up. So we have one girl and two boys. So, um, our daughter has her own room, the boys share a room. And then John and I have our room. Uh, we moved it downstairs. So, um, with that, we've, we've had a shift in the office space itself and then we've shifted how we do things over the years just based on what stage our children are at. So to start when um, when I was at home with our daughter first, 
I had my mom come down and she would watch uh, our daughter one day a week and I'd go out uh, for estimates. And I honestly don't remember if John and I were sharing estimates at that point. Uh, no, I think what happened was he, he would still also watch, uh, she, he would be home with her while I would did some estimates, but my mom gave us that one day a week. I think it was Thursdays. And then, uh, we had her, we have a son who is 19 months, uh, younger than her. And when he came along, then we had gotten into a babysitting service. So we would use that service and uh, just have a sitter come over a few days a week for maybe five or six hours, uh, maybe three or four days a week. I don't remember exactly, but it was enough that I could get out and do some, some on-site estimates. And at this time, I was still only doing estimates on site. I would jump in the car when somebody wanted something. This was before I did remote estimates. And the, um, what would happen at that time, we had a lot of maintenance stuff also. We did, uh, one of the big utility companies, we would run around and do, uh, the grass cutting and some things for them. So that filled in part of our schedule as well. So I wasn't constantly out doing new jobs every time, um, bid build or, um, uh, remove and replace or, you know, design build. So we had some maintenance. Uh, so that, <clears throat> that kept me from having to run around too, too terribly much. And then we had our kids, they started going to school. Uh, I guess we had our third one before that. And then, uh, the kids slowly started going to school. So, uh, we have 19 months between the first two children and then 23 months or, you know, two years between our middle and our youngest. And right now they are six, eight and nine. So everyone's in school now and I'm jumping around, but, uh, back when we had the three, we still had a sitter come over. And then as the older two started going to school, then that freed me up that I eventually just had one with me. And when I had one, I actually would take him out on estimates with me. I uh, have a green shirt uh, that I wear, a polo shirt with our logo. And I bought him a couple of little polo shirts. And so he just matched me and we went around and I would let him use the measuring wheel or he would help me with the zip level, moving the little box around. And he had fun and uh, homeowners didn't mind. And, and it wasn't a big deal. I didn't make it a big deal. Um, I mean, I've done, I've also done estimates with the children. I'm actually going to do one a little bit later today. Uh, so I've done, uh, my youngest, or I'm sorry, my oldest in a baby carrier. I've taken her, um, a couple of places like that before. Uh, I took the two boys once last year or two years ago and, um, uh, they took the measuring wheel around and they were helping me measure the patio, uh, for somebody. And I mean, she was a grandma and she didn't get to see her grandkids often. So it kind of worked out nice that way. And, uh, 
like I said, the youngest, I used to take him around with me before he went to preschool. And then he would do preschool two days a week and then finally five days a week. So I would start to schedule my estimates on those days while he was at school. Uh, so that's definitely been helpful, but it's not foolproof having your kids in school because inevitably someone will get sick. They have a doctor's appointment. They will have a maintenance day at school. So uh, those days will eat into the schedule as well. So it's frustrating sometimes to reschedule, but it's uh, people are generally flexible and, and sometimes I'll just bring them with me. So I've uh, just for example, for this past year, even just this past week, um, Monday, our daughter was home. She had pink eyes. So I had to reschedule an estimate from uh, Monday. The next available date for the homeowner was today. So um, at least everyone's healthy. No one's contagious. And yesterday, we had a doctor's appointment. Um, we had to go to the allergist for my middle one. And then... Uh, today, you know, no, no school because of uh, maintenance. So uh, we've taken them to set up jobs before too. So uh, they've actually come out and hung out on people's properties. And we also marked out a job last fall on a Saturday where we just brought the children and we have a van and we just opened the door, uh, the, the sliding door, and they brought their blankets and pillows and some toys and they had a picnic, packed some snacks, uh, and they had fun. So we, we tried to keep it brief. I think we were there actually maybe for at least an hour or two. Um, but they were really, really well behaved, really cooperative and, and went with the flow. So that, that was really helpful. Um, if they were younger than they are now, that would have been difficult and, you know, I, I've had other times where I'll pull into someone's driveway and I've had all three of them in the van uh, and the, the wall I was looking at was in the driveway right there. So if it, you know, if it's a backyard project, I'm not going to leave them in the driveway. Uh, but, you know, fortunately like today, the project I'm looking at is in her driveway and I can pull right up to the site. So uh, I think the big thing is not to make a big fuss out of it, uh, make a big ordeal about it. If you are taking the children, um, I think it actually is beneficial for them, for their learning experience. I mean, where better can you be on a job site and you can get to see what happens. You can be around the equipment, um, not you, them, but they could also uh, learn more about business, you know, and hiccups are going to come up like that and just going with the flow as, as much as you can is is really important um, especially with with children it's just very unpredictable you know you can make the best laid plans um, and that's the day that you're going to get a call that somebody threw up at school and needs to come home <laughs> so um yeah. all right somebody's asking for a snack and and that happens too so I mean, they're, they're quiet for the most part. Um, the days that they're home that I am working up here, it's not too bad, but you know, there's the occasional question for something. Um, when they were younger, uh, that, that was definitely a challenge. And actually the baby carrier I mentioned, um, that I used for our oldest to take her around for um, a couple estimates, 
when our youngest was born and he really just needed to be held. Um, that was probably the only time that John ever used the baby carrier and we have photographic evidence because he, he just, he needed to be held. He was just more demanding of that, you know, closeness, I guess, uh, than, than our other children. So, um, sometimes it was putting them in the baby carrier and using your foot to rock them while you're trying to tighten something up, um, work on something and, uh, you just, you just try to make it work the best you can. So, um, we had a lot of money tied up into babysitting and that's where with, with estimates you have to decide, are you going to charge or not? It really hit us in the face, the cost of estimates, um, what, what it physically cost us because we were paying out of pocket for a sitter and, uh, I was going out looking at estimates, but we weren't charging for estimates. So it was kind of based on the idea that I'm going on a bunch of estimates and that's just what I have to do to be able to get the work to come in to pay for the sitter. So, um, and when my, uh, right before the, the pandemic, when I decided that I was going to start doing remote estimates, that was, uh, coincidentally, it wasn't so much about the, the, potential for the pandemic or anything. It's just, that's the way the timing hit, but it, it was about two weeks before then. And, and it was something I toyed around with for a while because I would always have this big stack of, um, sheets of estimates every year. And I'd look at the jobs we would get out of those and thought those all represent hours of driving, of meeting with people, of calculations, um, back and forth, the times that I would follow up. And that's my one of my weaknesses is not following up enough, but I was able to still do all of those estimates, but be home with my, uh, my son, or if, you know, somebody was homesick, I could be home with my children and still get the estimates done. And then it cut down on the site visits. So now the site visits are fewer and a, a smaller percentage, you know, of the total estimates. And, uh, you know, once we, they started going to school, I'm not paying a sitter and I could reach people without having to pay a sitter or, um, you know, take time out of the house to do that. So, um, I, I really strongly encourage, it was, it was scary at first to take a step back and say that we're going to do more of a screening process, um, for the estimates, but the, the fear was outweighed by the benefit of not feeling like I'm running around in circles of cutting down on all of that cost, um, for, for running around and doing estimates. So I highly, I highly recommend it if you're not doing that. The other thing that I wanted to talk about too, and I don't, think so much about this anymore personally, just because it's been 15 years of John and I doing this. And, you know, once we started having children and, and this is now my focus, uh, and, and I'm not teaching or I'm not in, you know, working out outside of the business anymore, that it's really important. Even if you don't have children, if you're single and you're in a uh, relationship or you're thinking, you know, for, about the future, and being in a relationship or being married, um, or you are married and maybe starting a business, um, 
maybe you worked for somebody else and now you want to start your own business or it's just another career path later in life. I really strongly recommend that even if you and your significant other are not both in the business, that you bring them in as a part of the business. And not that they have to be on payroll or their name on anything or, or that they are doing estimates or answering the phones, but just that they are, they are a, a part of the decision-making because everything you're doing in the business is affecting them and their livelihood as well. And that was something that took me years to understand um, that I, I had my own job, my own career, and I wasn't paying attention to what was happening in the business. I just assumed that John knew what he was doing, that everything's under control, and I don't have to worry about it. I didn't want to, to worry about it. I didn't want to think about it. And it would have been more helpful. I mean, a lot of it, I think, is I just didn't understand, and I didn't realize that I needed to. Uh, it's, it's important to be on the same page with that. And like I said, you, your significant other doesn't have to be a part of the business per se, you know, the, the sense of working for the business, but they really need to understand what it is that you're doing, why, and big decisions are, it's really important to bring them in on that. So um, let's say you're thinking about buying a piece of equipment and it's, you know, it's not even their name on it. You could be a, a corporation so that the business is actually the one um, purchasing the equipment. But I mean, really in reality, you're going to be signing for it. It does affect your, your spouse or your significant other. And uh, from a, a financial standpoint, but um, just the stress of what's happening in the day to day, um, just being there as a support and, um, you know, running a business is a lot different than working for somebody else and all of the things you have to think about and account for. And, um, it's, it's, I think it's really important. I, I remember too, on the hardscape group on Facebook, if you're not a part of it, um, I recommend it. There, there are a lot of good questions being asked. Um, there are people ranging in experience from uh, beginners, people thinking about beginning, and people who are seasoned veterans. Uh, it's uh, Hardscape Contractors of America. And somebody had asked this question a while ago, and I thought it was great, that they were thinking about their girlfriend and kind of how, how to go about incorporating them, like how, how this affected them in the business the business and affected their relationship. Uh, and I thought that was terrific. It, it's, it's definitely something to be involved in. Um, I was very hands off and it's, there's the business and there's you personally, but they're really, you could try to keep them separate. It's still intertwined to an extent. So like if, if your business has debt, you have debt, it's your debt. It's not, uh, like a, a separate entity that's not related. Um, and then of course, if you're married, then it's also their, uh, their debt too. So it's really, it's really important to be involved, um, at least on that level. So I think that's it. It's going to be brief. I mean, brief in terms of how long, when did we typically are, um, 
but if there are any questions about that, um, certainly don't have everything figured out. And with each season or, you know, each, each stage that we're in as a family, things change. Um, so just when you start getting comfortable with something there, you know, there's something new to it, but, um, it's, it's stuff that you want to think about, um, even before you get into a relationship or before you have children and how that's all going to work out. Uh, we quite honestly, when we were having children, I thought I was just going to go back to teaching, to, to working. I mean, at that time I was working to be a school counselor. I thought I was just going to go back. I didn't really have a plan and, um, just kind of felt our way through it at the time. But if, if you're able to have that forethought and sit down and take a look at it, um, I mean, the biggest thing at that point was it didn't make financial sense for me to go because I knew I'd be paying a, uh, sitter. We, we weren't looking at daycare. It was more having a sitter in our house because that's what we were used to. And, uh, I, I would break even at, at best, I think, um, when we were in the numbers for me to spend all that time away from home and work and pay a sitter. And so it just, it didn't make financial sense. And even though the, you know, especially the height of our season is a little off from a school schedule for the children, it's still really nice to have, you know, we have to have some structure to the business. We have to create our own structure. It is nice to have that flexibility that if I need to, I don't have to take a sick day to go um, take care of my children. I can still work with them at home. And so that that's definitely been a plus. It's tough to juggle, especially working from home um, to to get down out of the office and you know run through the kitchen and go to the bathroom and see dishes piled up on the counter and not want to just start tackling housework because that's usually my procrastination is trying to clean. And um, you have to try to make that structure of, okay, I don't do that till after work hours um, as much as you can. So um, just things to consider. And, uh, you know, even if you're moving out of the field at some point, um, and taking on some of those other responsibilities that it's nice to just have that plan of how, how to go about it. So Bible verse that I have for today is first Thessalonians. First Thessalonians five eighteen. In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Thank you both for listening. Be sure to share this with your in-laws, your outlaws, that friend who doesn't appreciate personal space, they sure won't bother you anymore.